that hug was at a 14% APR. This is We Have Concerns. <laughs> Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, Concerned Citizens. Anthony Mars. We got to get there. We got to get there. Listen, who, and who's going to get us there? We used to believe in that idiot that runs Twitter. Now we don't trust him as far as we can throw him. No, we can't Who's throw him to get Mars. Us there? How we go to Mars? We did, the, the problem is we done fucked this planet. Oh, buddy. Real hard. Oh, buddy, you said I it. don't know if you recall, but a mere couple of weeks ago, we did a story about how there's more concrete on Earth that we made than there is biomass of all the, all the biological things on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, yes. we done fucked this planet real hard. Yeah, we listen. I, I don't really have any other planets full of living creatures to compare it to. So, sure. the, so the data set is very small. But here's yes. what I'll tell you: do feel a bit fucky. <laughs> do yeah. feel a bit fucky. Well, this leads us to the need to get off this planet before it swirls down the drain of. Uh, Unusability. Sure. Right? Now, now, Jeff, there are people that would tell you that that very attitude is <clears> contributing <throat> to the destruction of Earth by saying it's fucked. Now we just have to fuck it into the ground because it doesn't <laughs> matter as long as by the time we really, truly have well fucked it, we can have a rocket ship somewhere else. Well, I'm not endorsing that notion. Uh, I'm just saying that's the the some some prevailing wisdom is uh, let's get. Off, uh, off of Earth and get onto Mars and not just get to Mars, not just like, hey, here's a flag, boom, Mars, but let's move in. Let's build housing. Sure. Let's, let's long-term it, you know? But here's the question that I have for you, Jeff. Yeah. We know that if we want to get on a, a, a rocket ship, any kind of star-faring craft, space-faring vessel... We gotta it just just the 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 amount of weight we're allowed to bring, the amount of stuff we're allowed to bring. Chris Hadfield got they got mad at him because he brought a ukulele and a harmonica. You know what I mean? You're like, not allowed to do both of those. You're not allowed yeah. to do both of those because you're only allowed one incredibly annoying instrument. <laughs> that has less to do with weight and more to do with just etiquette. Where they were like, "Look, you can only bring." One twee tumbler ass fucking 2011 YouTube instrument to space with you. you He's like, but I got two. that. I got that neck thing where I don't even have to use my hands That's on three the harmonica. Things. You now have three <laughs> objects. That's what we call the Dick Van Dyke rule, and you're not allowed to Dick Van Dyke in space. Yeah. Well. So how are we gonna if we want to build things, Jeff? How do we get the stuff? This is exactly what we're talking about this week. This is a story that was posted on our Discord, a fantastic place to be that you can get access to by going to patreon.com slash we have concerns. Spielberg Neufer, our, our good buddy, our uh, oft erstwhile contributor, posted a story uh, about a new startup that has just announced, well, it's researchers from the University of Manchester. Mm. Uh, they Those were mad lads, mad lads in Manchester. They were they were united around this theme, but the, they didn't want to call themselves Manchester United because people kept showing up 
with different expectations. Yeah, you know people kept just get just kept getting drunk and punching them in the face. <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> singing singing weird songs in their lobby. Are they anyway. the ones that have the 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 foot? Are they the footballs coming home? Are they the are they that that team or is that another I team? I don't know. I don't I'm know. Not an expert. I don't know. Foot I know football. footballs coming home. It's I mean, coming. Okay. Foot is that Ted Lasso? That might be. That might be. Anyway, anyway, what do those mad lads do? These uh, the University of, of Manchester, these uh, some researchers there just published a, a new uh, a new paper and are starting a startup based on this breakthrough research mm. that might answer the very question that you're raising, which is how are we going to build stuff on Mars? How are we going to get ma- enough material to build stuff on Mars? We concreted up this planet. How are we gonna concrete Mars? To which they reply, (laughs) no, no. I know that you're about to make your point, but we have to stop. We have to stop because once again, Jeff, I have to say, it sounds like we're looking to run another planet into the ground in exactly the same way. Well, when you say exactly the same, they figured out a way to make it slightly different. Oh, okay. Well, as long as it's a slightly different way. <laughs> These guys have invented what they've dubbed, and I assume trademarked, Starcrete. Starcrete. This is concrete for Mars, Anthony. Starcrete. Starcrete. When I hear Starcrete, Jeff, I think of super space age materials i think of yeah i think of i think of it's probably made of if you take a microscope to it it's made of hexagons in some way you know what i mean yeah. like yeah. it's it's carbon weaving it's it's mm. it's, it's potatoes it's I'm potatoes sorry, what? it's potatoes they figured out how to make concrete out of potatoes now jeff <laughs> When you say potatoes, I say potatoes. What? <laughs> why would they? Why? Okay. <laughs> Here's the logic. Uh, we're bringing potatoes to Mars anyway, right? We, Are we? we need, well, yeah. Have you seen The Martian? Yeah, I, I believe. Wait, we, uh, didn't even, we didn't even bring those potatoes. He had to make those potatoes. Well, see, Matt Damon. I lived on potatoes, is my understanding. He did, but he had to farm the potatoes first. So is the idea that we're farming potatoes? Well, their concept is to bring dehydrated potatoes, or as they call them in Manchester, crisps. Mm -hmm. Dehydrated potatoes. Yeah. Up, uh, up, uh, you know, uh, up into, into, into space, into the stars. And they have managed to come up with a way to mix the starch from potatoes with literally the dirt on Mars mm-hmm. to make concrete. So is this, okay, so starcrete then is a fancy word for like when I go to the coffee shop in my neighborhood that is just a little too overpriced, even for my overpriced neighborhood, and <laughs> and they hand me a fork 
And they're like, this fork is made from potato starch and it can be <laughs> composted. And, and this, yeah. this burger is $18. <laughs> so there's, we're going to take the same stuff that makes these, the forks and the knives and the, and the, the, the straws. Yeah. And we're going to make, I would imagine this uses some sort of a 3d printer and no, no, no. This is literally potato starch, which serves as the glue. This yeah. is the glue. Actual dirt from Mars, from the surface of Mars. Okay. And a little bit of salt. For so, taste. <laughs> for taste. Otherwise, so, otherwise, potatoes are just a little too bland on their own. Of course, you need to allow a little, just a touch, just a pinch, just a hint, mm -hmm. you know, a sousson of, of salt. Um, where are they going to get that salt from, Anthony? Well, there's two options in their paper. This is literally their suggestion of solving this problem. Where are we going to get the salt? We're going to, we may be able to get some salt from the surface of Mars. You sure. can find salt on Mars. Great. Or... Or plan B, Anthony. And again, I need to stress, this is literally their plan. I'm not making this up. This is their suggestion of how we can add salt to the Starcrete. We can use astronaut tears. Because there's going to be a lot tears. of them. Let me tell you, there's going to be a lot of them. <laughs> if you... If you're one of the first people to go to Mars, you are going to spend basically <laughs> the rest of your life crying. They they looked around and they said, "What are we going to have an abundance of?" Oh yeah, astronaut tears. Oh, when these so people much of it. get to when they get to Mars and they realize the decision they've made and that they're going to see the same six people until they die and they're yeah. never going to have a hamburger again and they're never going to, you know what I mean and like yeah. There's and so it's much all good. red. It's all red as far as the eye can see. It's the golden age of television. <laughs> and they're missing it. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, man. The new, the, the final season of Succession. It's probably going to be like a new severance that oh, I'm not going to see. Oh, my God. A new severance. They just announced the Scott Pilgrim anime. Oh, man. Like, you're going to miss all that. You're going to miss all <laughs> Here's that. Years. I think also when you realize that that for the good of for the good of mankind, but also mostly your ego, you sent yourself to a horrible, dry, disgusting, lifeless planet to spend the rest of your days. You basically put yourself into solitary confinement. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would imagine they're going to be crying a lot. This is their actual plan is a I little think Mars is like 30% sad masturbation. <laughs> do, do, like if you yeah. think about it, like I think Mars yeah. is basically like 30% sad masturbating. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You get there, you've been in cryo sleep, you know, you get there, the door opens, you walk out and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go wank it. I think. Yeah. I think I'm going to wank it. And you're going to get tired. You're definitely going to get tired of potatoes because you're going to be eating yeah. potatoes. Now you're going to be building things out of potatoes. Those tears, they're, they're buildings of sadness, Jeff. We're counting on sadness being so built into the pioneer space yeah. experience that we're like, oh, it's an unending resource. Well, 
We use what you got, they said. Choose what you got. Well, that's like we talked about how uh, going to Mars, it's like, well, what are we going to, where are we going to put all the poop on the way to Mars? And it's like, well, you put it in these foil bags and then you put the foil bags in the wall of the starship and then and then it it becomes insulation against radiation your entire life is shit and crying (laughs) and and a little bit of masturbation and salt one guy who snuck a ukulele and really wants to play adventure time songs until you die (laughs) do you know what i mean Uh uh-huh yeah like like that's problems. I think going to Mars is problems. And this like really not only did these not only did did the mad lads put this in their in their paper, they're building a business based on astronaut tears. Our yes. business yes. is space sadness, they said. Space sadness. We're in the business of space sadness and business, my friends, is booming. Ooh, there ain't nothing but <laughs> sadness out there. And let me tell you something, coming from Coming from the gray, the gray, rainy, uh, the the gray, rainy, early influential rock roots of Manchester, I think they're familiar with a constant sadness. I think it's yeah. built into it. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. A sort no, of, I think a, we sort got, of we got a the gray existence. We got the we got the experts in the field on this one. That's you know? right. That's right. <laughs> so let me tell you a little bit about Star Creek because it's kind of remarkable. Potato starch, pinch of salt, space dust, dirt. Tears. Uh, it create. They've managed to figure out a way to create a substance that is actually twice as more than twice as strong as Earth concrete. Oh yeah, because those aren't just anybody's tears. Those are astronaut tears. The best tears money can buy. Those are the. That's the top one yeah. percent of mental and physical sadness. Yeah. The best of the best in those tears rode the centrifuge, that centrifuge chair yeah, and like right. passed and like survived and passed out maybe, but kept crying. <laughs> Just kept on crying. So a, a normal block of concrete here on earth uh, of which we have more than all the biomass on the planet. Yeah. Is uh, about 32 megapascals strong. Now, how many, Pedro Pascals are in a megapascal. <laughs> not enough, I'll tell you that. He's a national treasure. <laughs> the guy, put that a guy in everything. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to see. <laughs> uh, and Starcrete, so 32 megapascals for concrete. Starcrete, okay. 72 megapascals. This is strong, sturdy stuff. Wow. Wow. It's not going to cr- it's not going to break, it's not going to crush, it's going to be on Mars forever. Now Now this may just be because I am used to when I get handed the potato starch fork from the fancy coffee shop. Yeah. They let me know how easily it is compostable, how it's biodegradable, how it how it falls like basically I'm picturing Starcrete. I know there's not rain on Mars, but I'm picturing Starcrete with a little bit of water, a little bit of uh whatever just kind of dissolves. Is that a problem? Is that something they've thought about? It Evidently the process crazy crazily enough, you would think concrete it t- it takes a lot to to pressurize it, make it you know, make concrete. Yeah. And that's mostly water too. Mostly water too. You think that maybe Starcrete, it would take, you know, blasting it with an insane amount of heat to bake it. No, 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 no. They make Starcrete 
by basically the same amount of heat that you would get in a microwave oven on earth. You can literally just microwave the substance, three ingredients, put it in the equivalent of a regular oven or a microwave oven, and you can create bricks of starcrete that can survive the elements on Mars. This is an incredibly efficient, easy process, you know, comparatively. Yeah, this, this is wild. I mean, okay. Wild. So, so there are questions that obviously have to be answered here. I mean, first of all, yes. the fact that this is just, this is just dirt and tears and potatoes. <laughs> I mean, to, to think, to think that during, that during the Great Depression, we almost had Starcrete. <laughs> we just almost had a, we were so, like, we, Ireland was almost full of Starcrete. Listen, there, listen, there was a time, there was a time during, during the 1920s when, when we, when we were so poor as a country and we were just eating potatoes and crying. And if we had just added a little bit of dirt, we could have, yeah. we would have been there. Man. We, we were so close. So close. Could have happened on its own. My um, grandparents nearly invented Starcrete. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, but this also makes me think like, so there are, this sounds simple, but, but when you say microwaved or put in an oven, then there are questions to be answered, right? So this is the building materials side of, of the question. The other side right. of the question is, the generation of enough power to create enough heat consistently and on a large right. enough scale to where we're not just making a brick of this stuff at a time in an astronaut easy bake oven. You know, sure. they, they cry into a funnel and then they, they get out the <laughs> tiny little plastic, <laughs> the tiny little plastic pan and they put yeah. it in and the little space light bulb makes one brick of star green. <laughs> Yeah. And a shitty brownie. And you have to eat the <laughs> shitty brownie and tell the astronaut that made it that, mm, it's very good. Best brownie I've ever had. And then you have to go throw up because they just made a raw brownie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, but this is, a, I mean, a huge benefit that it, you're talking about the amount of energy it would take to do this. It's just a fraction of the amount of energy you might expect to create this kind of sturdy building material. They've managed to do it in, in a very achievable level of energy expense. No, I mean, this sounds like when, when we talk about other things that, that other plans for, for Mars, we're talking about things that, that are like step one, go to Mars, step two, question, 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 step three, utopia. Right. You know what I right. mean? Yes. Because we have a lot of stuff that's like, oh, we'll terraform or we'll build large, like I was thinking those large scale 3D printers that they've talked about before that like pour the building materials or, you know, all of this stuff where it's like, yeah, but we're, we're missing large portions of this, which is how do we farm enough power to do it? How do we, how do we build these Man. things? How do, what do we do if, what do we do if on a 30 year mission, the second spaceship that's sending the 3d printer goes off you know goes off course or something happens right. to it and then the entire leg of the 3d print like we have a lot of like quote unquote solutions for mars but they're missing huge swaths of actual logic and logistics what is what is the plan to build the easy bake oven is there one or is that one of those things well, that's question 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 
that's a bit of a question, question, question. That's not, that's not the problem they're solving. They're saying, hey, we managed to create this, this fundamental building material yeah. that's easy to make and is made of stuff we're going to have a lot of when we get there. So the idea here is that a 50-pound bag of dehydrated potato crisps mm-hmm. will get you 217 bricks of Starcrete. Okay. The bad news is a two-bedroom house is about seventy-five hundred bricks, right? So you're gonna need a lot. You're gonna need a lot, but but that's a, a pretty darn good ratio. You're talking about weight. Fifty-pound bag gives you two hundred and seventeen bricks. That's pretty darn good for for you know efficiency. We we don't have anything comparable to that right now. Aha. You know? But that brings up my second question, Jeff. Who gives a fuck about Mars? If Starcrete's so good, so cheap, is the is the Mars dirt such a big factor in this that it has to be Mars dirt? Or why or can we start making uh, Starcrete right here? Well, that's what their start their startup is talking about. That's why they built a startup on Earth. Here now, right now, this you should really you know, be building your Mars. startup on Mars. Though I mean, <laughs> really by the idea. age of by the age of thirty in your network, you should have three people <laughs> that are building startups on Mars. Yeah, rise well, you're and not grind. Even serious. Yeah, hustle. Grind. No, the, the the startup that they're starting today is to apply this to to try to replace concrete on Earth, and because it's a greener solution, it, you know, there's a lot of concrete uh, accounts for. of our global carbon emissions, you know? So this would be a greener solution to that. It it takes a lot less energy to, you know, bake it. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty useful here. And they did uh, research, you know, if we want to build some stuff on the moon, you can use, which we don't, but but listen, cause we could concrete the moon real good, Anthony. Listen, listen, the we moon? done concreted Earth. No, the moon is very important. We cannot. We, we fuck can concrete with the moon. The, we can concrete the living shit out of the moon. And listen to no, this. No, listen to this. They did some experiments with moon dirt. No, subbing in moon dirt for for uh, Mars dirt. Where'd and they guess get this what? Fucking moon dirt. Oh, we, uh, well, wait till we get there, Anthony. That's Where'd my they get favorite this part of this entire moon dirt? Just wait, wait, Who wait. I gotta tell you about the moon lads dirt. in Manchester, this fucking moon dirt. Let me tell you, the the so the moon dirt gets them something that is 91 megapascals. We were at 72 with Mars dirt. Moon dirt, even better, 91 megapascals. That shit's gonna be on the moon forever, ever. No. But okay, so you you now you're drawing me to my favorite part of this story. No, my favorite. Don't fuck favorite with the moon. favorite Please part of don't this story. Fuck with the moon. Okay, listen to this. So buried, I read like I read like three different articles about Starcrete, and yeah. only one of them, in one of them, there is a offhanded mention of how they tested this. And it w- and they said they got. Have you ever heard the term regolith? It's not. It's not just regolith. your new D and D character. Yeah, regolith is one of the sleeping ones. <laughs> regolith no. is one, of, and one day regolith will return, and the world will weep as astronaut tears, <laughs> and you will create, all- and our tears will create the very building blocks of regolith's great palace. 
Indeed. All shall kneel before Regolith. Isn't it just dirt? Isn't Regolith dirt? dirt? Regolith means dirt. So <laughs> I'm going to use that term from now on. Literally, let me read you the dictionary definition of Regolith, a word I had not heard until today. The layer of unconsolidated rocky material covering bedrock. That's just dirt. That's dirt, yo. That is dirt. So regolith is dirt. That's there also a- the shittiest kind of dirt because it's like the real like the real like sandy, crusty. Like you can't do anything good with that dirt. Well, now you can. Now you can. Combine it with astronaut tears and potatoes. So, so check this out. So yeah. buried in one of these articles is this just one sentence is offhanded the mention that will rise regolith <laughs> regolith will stir him from his eternal slumber no <laughs> don't look upon regolith do not do not tease regolith to see no. regolith's visage is to see madness yeah he he of the dirt shall madness, return by the way the not part of the madchester movement i believe they were from london <laughs> So no, let me tell you, like I said, buried in just one, in one little sentence is the fact that these guys from Manchester, these scientists tested using dirt from a company called Exolith. So you know what I did, Anthony? I Googled that right away. You know what I did? Let me tell you. I invested in Exolith (laughs) without reading anything about their ethics. Line, Let me tell you. (laughs) Let me tell you about Exolith. This company is amazing. They make what they call on their, on their, so you go to exolithstimulants.com. Ooh, I don't like the sound of that. You can buy lunar stimulant. Or, sorry, I said stimulants. Yeah, because I'm, bad. when you stimulants. say that, I'm picturing like, if you buy an exolith stimulant, you, you put it right into your neck. And then you get like dirt double yourself kills. Right up. Yeah. yeah, you just dirt yourself right up. No, pardon my... Pardon my faux pas. Simulants, excellent simulants. So you can buy lunar simulants or Martian simulants. This is a company that makes, they make moon dirt and Mars dirt. So they take the material composition of things that we've found on the moon and on Mars and they recreate it using terrestrial materials. Yes. And for $45, you can buy your own high fidelity moon dirt simulant. You know, you got to be careful. You got to be careful when something says that it's a high fidelity simulant because I bought um, I bought some speaker cables that had solid gold plating for my hi-fi experience. Sure. And I could not hear the difference. And some people say that they can. But I think I think it's a lie. I think it might be a scam. Excellent. Seems like the real deal to me. Listen to this. Quote, we enable space development and growth by providing high fidelity analogs to researchers and educators globally. That's all they do is make space dirts. Dude. This is the coolest thing. There's Exolab collectibles that you can buy, Martian simulants, educational kits. That's all this company does is they make space dirt. I'm clicking on the link. Right at the top that says, join our team. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Um, if you're watching the video version, I've brought it up here. They've, they've just got little, little piles of fake moon dust. 45 bucks! Get you some moon dirt! It looks like a very small amount of moon dirt. They've got like a <laughs> D6 next to it. It's, it's like a science D6. <laughs> it is. This is for measuring... 
<laughs> it's I guess I would imagine that's like a yeah, that's an exact centimeter. It's yeah. not you don't get a lot of space dirt for forty five dollars. This is a scam. Well, our friends uh, the in Manchester used Exolith. I can't imagine like. I can't imagine there's a competitor to Exolith, right? They got a, a no. monopoly on the dirt manufacturing They've biz. cornered the market. If you go into their educational products, they have astrobiology adventure for kids where you grow plants in moon dust. That's actually very cool. Seeing what Incredible. kind of plants grow in moon dust. Come on. This, this is, is cool. cool. Right? Exolith. Dude, join our team. It literally says calling all high school students, come intern at Exolith. They're in San Francisco, I think, or somewhere around there in the Bay Area. Okay, but here's what I'm picturing this as. I'm picturing this as you go to intern for Exolith and they just hand you a large shovel, Jeff. <laughs> like they're just go back out into the dig. quarry and get us some stuff that we can turn into fake moon, fake moon <laughs> dust. I want to know how they know that it's authentic. Like what's the, what's the criteria to make sure, like you're just trusting Exolith that this is moon dust? Yeah, I mean, so what research has your simulant been used for? Uh, how does Exolith know what to put in the simulants? Uh, through previously done analysis of the regolith on moon, Mars, and asteroids, we know the percentage of each mineral required in each simulant. So you would think that, you would imagine that they they received from, maybe from NASA, maybe from other space agencies around the world, yeah. They've received some of this dust, or at least the uh, the the readings and the right. the research about some of this dust, and they've used those to recreate it. Which means, like, can I get the recipe for moon dust? Can I fucking can I be the small artisanal moon dust maker on <laughs> yes, Etsy? Maybe we should get on Etsy and just that takes these motherfuckers down. I'm tired of big regolith. <laughs> Big regolith. I love their fact says, what does it mean for a simulant to be high fidelity? A high fidelity simulant replicates the essential aspects of a regolith. These include mineralogy, geochemistry, uh, geotechnical properties, particle size, etc. Okay, great. It also says, how should I store my simulant? Simulant should be stored in a sealed container to avoid dust from mixing with the air. Yeah, sure. You don't want air dust in your moon dust. <laughs> that sounds, well, I guess that's true. You don't want to contaminate it, but it does sound dangerous to me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What does it say about huffing it and what that's like? <laughs> get high on moon dust, get baby. A, get, baby. A, get a kilo of moon dust and see what's up. Um, <laughs> so, okay. snort our exolith. <laughs> so this is, so Starcrete, their startup yeah. was using dust from exolith. Yes. To simulate this, but we were talking about, they tr they tried it with Moon, they tried it with Mars, have they tried it with Earth? Well, that's what their startup is about, is, is, is to try to use this process to replace concrete, to make a greener, more sustainable version of concrete. So they, so they have tried or they're about to try, but we well, don't have, we don't have the data on their findings for Earth dust yeah. yet. Either that or there or Exolith is about to get a lot of orders. You know what I'm saying? See, but that that I mean, look, that ruins the cost effectiveness of it. When you're paying forty five dollars for some like pure, like yeah. not, you know, not street quality, but like pure moon dust. <laughs> that's not gonna be you can't do high that. fidelity. Yeah, yeah, high fidelity. Um yeah. I think that's really interesting. If they can figure out how to do it with the regolith from Earth. 
I, I can't this imagine. This sounds like a very viable building material. It's, it's, it's remarkable. You're getting a, a literally a ton or nearly a ton of Starcrete from 50 pounds of dehydrated potatoes. Now, that's extraordinary. That is extraordinary. But Jeff, I want to bring up one final question that I have here. Uh, that, so the name of this startup is, is I'm looking, it's, it's called Deacon's, Deacon Bio is the name of their startup. And yeah. uh, they've apparently been trying to crack this formula for a long time, Jeff. Are you getting, are you getting to my, fa- my very favorite thing? I have, I mean, maybe <laughs> I have a question because right now we're doing it with, with tears and yeah. dust, but it sounds like just a few years ago, they yeah. could only do it with human blood and urine. Is that correct? Am I reading this correctly? That was their first plan. Their first plan was to use astronaut blood and urine. That was plan A. That's where they started. They got to tears and potatoes, but they started making concrete with blood and urine as the binding agent. The binding agent in in Starcrete is potatoes. They didn't start with potatoes, Anthony. They started with blood and urine. Jeff, Regolith definitely is a dark god. This is sacrificial rites to a dark god to build your to build your life you are because we've talked before you don't want an astronaut to bleed if an astronaut is bleeding shit is fucked shit is so fucked like we know this so if an astronaut even bleeds a little bit it's a huge huge deal so the fact that they were like listen these guys are gonna die why don't we grind them up to use them, them as the building blocks of our new empire. We'll let them piss into the brick pit. And then when they die, we'll just toss their corpse in there too. Their piss and blood will build a new society. <laughs> this was the first plan. And they actually succeeded. They created a, a concrete substitute that, ca- that had 40 megapascals of strength, which again, still stronger than concrete, which is at 32. But they got to 72 by subbing out the blood and urine and subbing in potatoes. This is which, a lesson for capitalism. You don't have to use the blood and, and and urine of your workers. You don't need to kill your workers. It's not always the best plan. It's to, to make squeeze, your material. You don't to literally the, squeeze squeeze any fluids out of them that you can. You simply don't need to kill your workers. You you gotta wonder how they got to the tears thing. It probably was a you know a, a real uh, offshoot of the blood and urine thing. They were probably gotta... crying on the sacrificial block <laughs> before they were killed, and the tears accidentally got into the starcrete, and they were like, "Hold on, hold on." It's like a Monsters Inc. situation, yeah, where it's like, "Oh, we've got to scare the children." Oh, wait, we don't have to scare the children. If the children laugh, it's actually more powerful. Oh, okay, <laughs> you're telling me that we don't have to kill astronauts. We can just make them sad make them cry. which they naturally are my jeff there's a, i gotta read you the quote from uh this is from aled roberts uh who is one of our manchester friends uh a research fellow at the future biomanufacturing research hub and lead researcher rhythm, and rhythm guitarist for the stone roses <laughs> exactly this is lead re- researcher on the project do you the think quote, anybody is going to get my madchester jokes no yeah, okay. Go on. But I, I I don't want that to discourage you. No, and it never it, will. Okay, good. Um, so uh, uh, 
Mr. Roberts, I don't know if he's Dr. Roberts, it doesn't say doctor. Anyway, a lead researcher on this project said that the, the potato star Crete is the one they were gonna, they're going to launch the, uh, going to launch the, the startup with. It's preferable because, quote, astronauts probably don't want to be living in houses made from scabs and urine. Probably. 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 We haven't asked them. <laughs> I haven't done, listen, in the field of science, this is, this is a hypothesis. We started with scabs and urine. And now we, then we thought, <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably don't want that. Look, we, we, we thought that astronauts would not want to live in homes that were simply the ghosts of their friends. <laughs> Gotta love this guy. We thought, I love listen, this story so much. This I didn't see a problem with it. Potato houses, and it gets so dark. It gets so dark. I potato houses that, on Mars, everybody. Yeah, we started with blood and urine. <laughs> well, that's the thing is they when they thought about what's what are the materials that are available to us in abundance. Yeah. They thought surely human blood. <laughs> what are we gonna have? There are pints are inside bring, of everyone. What are we bringing to Mars anyway? You know, like they looked at the inventory list. What what can we use that's already being brought? There's just like these these meat sacks are bringing so they're actually making their own blood. We can just use that. Look, here's the thing. We've crunched the numbers on the amount of energy it's going to take to make the oven to uh, to make the bricks. And it's a lot. Heating something up to that temperature is going to be tough. Now, building one hydraulic press capable of squishy one astronaut. <laughs> very little power. So, much, so little. We could, they, every week, they will draw straws, Shirley Jackson style. And one of them will simply become the bricks from which the others build their homes. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just siphon all of their life force and use it to build the houses that will never dis disintegrate. You know, they'll be there forever is what we're saying. Thank goodness. Thank goodness somebody stepped in and stopped this madman, this mad lad from from doing from doing what he initially wanted to do. There's just one there's just one dude in the corner of the conference room who's like, um, you know, I noticed they're also going to probably be bringing some potatoes. <laughs> yes, but they need to eat the potatoes, idiot. And they'll need to eat fewer and fewer potatoes as we kill more and more of them. So what are we going to do with the potatoes, dummy? Put him in the squisher. Get me tickets to the 808 State Concert. I refuse to give up on this Madchester bit. Hello, Exolith. Yeah, I need another. Uh, I need another 14 pounds of of Mars dust to mix with the the blood of my colleagues. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? I meant, uh, excellent. is like, we don't care what you do with it. That's not our job. Our job is to, our job is to trick you into thinking you're getting Mars dirt. I mean, send you Mars dirt. <laughs> this is look, I'm not going to say a great this, story or what? This is a great story. It's a great story, but I'm not going to say that this, that, that, that this doesn't sound like 
darkness and corruption all the way down. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's going to, you know, it's, we need to get to Mars and, you know, however we can do it, let's just do it. Cause we got to get to Is a term yet? <laughs> it is Cause, now. Cause this is literally what's going on is they, they're trying to build doom on Mars. Yeah. yeah. Like they're trying to. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Think they're you're trying right. to turn it into a cosmic horror hellscape. <laughs> and you know what? I'm cool with it. Cause maybe if Bring they do on. that and all we get back from Mars is like horrible glitchy videos that are filled with static and people screaming. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's friends and other regular giant French fries. <laughs> Bloodlust. Maybe if those are the kinds of things that we're getting back, we will stop this. It doesn't matter what we do with the earth as long as we get off of it and we'll go, oh, maybe we should stay on the earth and protect it. Maybe. Maybe. It seems or like we roll the dice. Shot. We roll the dice on the whole, you know, uh, potato and tears plan. Let's just roll the dice on it. <laughs> what could it do? What could it you do? You see a picture of the die right next to the sand, to the dirt? Uh, you know, we roll that we've die. Com- we've already compromised on blood and urine. We refuse to compromise any further. <laughs> Yeah, this is yeah. terrifying. Thank you, uh, Spielberg Neufer, for sending along this nightmarish cosmic so horror to us. Yeah, there, sometimes we get stories and it's just so perfect for our show, you know? Truly. Uh, I, I, lo- I love, it. love uh, it. If you want to submit a story, remember that the best place to do that is uh, on our Discord. Remember, if you want access to the Discord, you can get it for just a buck a month. Uh, head to patreon.com slash we have concerns. It's the only way we support the show. It's the only way we keep it running. So thank you, everybody who does that. Remember, check out that Patreon to get uh, some more bonuses, including like entire bonus episodes, like the one that we gave you a preview of a couple weeks ago. And uh, also remember that anybody who just needs your blood for something, well, we did initially ask for people's blood. That was, on our that's Patreon. us. That's that was still me. the video that's on the Patreon. So. So maybe listen to them is all I'm saying. Trust them. Trust them implicitly. (laughs) 